1: It is September 3rd, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Mr. Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Going to talk about Monday Night Raw, an eventful Raw for Labor Day especially. Matt, what did you think of tonight's show?
0: Liked it, thought it was good. Definitely not giving it a C plus tonight. Well,
1: there we go. Raj, overall thoughts?
2: Uh, it was a big mix. There's there a lot of bad, but uh, you know the good was, I, I really loved the Sean Undertaker stuff. Uh, you know, for the main event, they accomplished what they were trying to do as far as getting the fans to turn on Braun. They they did that. Um, I mean, it was a cool uh, it was a cool beatdown. It's just um, I don't know. There's something about all the heels beating up three babyfaces that gets a little old after a while. But other than that, I didn't I didn't think it was bad. Um, I didn't think it was great either. I thought it was somewhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, so we started with a confrontation between the Shield and Braun with Drew and Dolph. Uh, what do they call themselves? Kings of the Jungle. Braun referring to them as his pack. Uh, yeah, and then that devolving into a brawl with the rest of the backstage guys coming out there. Uh, the Shield getting hauled off to jail and arrested for the altercation. Um, what do you think about this being officially a faction, Matt, between Braun, Dolph, and Drew? Good.
0: Uh, good. And you see that. Uh... This is going to give, give uh, uh, some more legs, obviously. This is going to – because we thought – I don't know about you guys, but I thought Braun would be winning this championship fairly quickly. Not, not within, like, the first month, maybe, like, two months or so, you know. And I think with this wrinkle of three-on-three warfare, or whatever the hell you want, a gang warfare, that uh, it, it needed to be done and what two better guys to do it with
2: yeah i mean i I think it's uh it's been a while since you've had a like a good heel faction in wwe and so uh you know braun and drew are two killers and then you know Dolph who can who can work his ass off and you know can, can have great matches so it's a it's a cool little faction again i'm not a big fan of turning braun heel um because he was so over and it's hard to get people that over and to just piss that away to get you know uh roman moreover ridiculous. but that being said with the way they're going if you're turning him heel I, I do like this faction there is something about Braun being by himself that i like better uh, yeah than being in a group but
0: yeah, and that's the thing this is why big guys don't lead groups normally because if you go back and you watch the opening of raw <clears throat> he's out there talking about his like plotting on how he's his master plan and how he's putting together <laughs> these guys to even the score. I got my own pack. Roman. No. No. No, yeah. no, no, Get Dolph on the mic, okay? And play the Dolph's strengths, which is to explain what happened. I got backstage. I was talking to my boy here. going, hey, you want to win the title? This is how you need to do it. And you need to be with us. Or whatever you. It doesn't make Broncos yeah. stupid for doing it this this with you know Braun walking around being this mastermind like 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 do you know what I mean like 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 he's sitting there going like you know backstage <laughs> plot, plotting and stuff I, I don't it doesn't you know come on man this what all and what pisses me off about it is again what you said earlier Raj they did the hardest thing possibly took a giant a giant a legitimate giant baby face at that got him over his baby face he got himself over and they just throw it down the drain because of Roman again. Yeah. I, I, it gets me very – that gets me a little agitated. Look, the guy's got the title. He's there. Okay? When are you going to let him do the damn work finally and stop taking away from other guys that, that, that should be at that level, that, that you have cut their legs out every damn time they would get a whiff near being the main event and to be near the, being the guy. You know what I mean? They did it to yeah. AJ early. They did it to jo- They did it to a lot of people, and now they're doing it to the biggest babyface, Literally, they've had, in my opinion, in the last five years. Hmm.
2: You want to see something else uh, that I don't know if you guys noticed this, but you, you know how the first uh, run of you know the the geeks that they send to the ring to get beat up um, on Sorry. the baby face side? One of the first guys was Finn Balor. You know, they yeah. had the first the first set of baby, heel uh, baby faces go to get destroyed. And then first set of heels to go get destroyed. And Finn was in that first group that Uh, just got uh, his ass kicked. And just two weeks ago, he was the demon at SummerSlam. One of the biggest pops of the night, you know, just on fire. And, you know, and and then here we are two weeks later. Finn needs that demon character, man. I know people say it's special to not have him all the time. But I think he needs to be it all the time. Or this is what you get.
0: Yeah, well, we, we don't have him at all, really. We had him one time in one year. And yeah. I, I guess who ain't making the save to go get his ass kicked? The Deeming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not going to be
2: in the group of guys. They're not uh, seeing him yeah. run down for nothing. No way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think having Braun stand next to Drew is a mistake when they had them in the ring there side by side. Dolph should have been in the middle. And if Dolph isn't the mastermind, why would is Dolph Ziggler in this group? If Braun well, can...
2: is the guy in the main event, so you want to right. make him the, you know. Center Sure. Yeah. And you can do that. We've yeah,
1: seen
0: it yeah. for years with big guys. It's not because Braun can't talk. He could definitely. He's good. Absolutely. And, but for this one, in my opinion, Dolph was the weakest on the mic. Yeah, With what he interjected at the end with his high-pitched, squeaky voice crap that took me right out of the, wow, there's some three badasses, right? Oh, Dolph, why'd you just do that?
2: Yeah. which is my reaction. Yeah, which is I I can't tell if uh, what you said, Matt, if he's uh, just annoying and and not coming across as a badass or if he's trying to be the character of the scrawny guy. And he's not scrawny by any means, but, you know, like the the small guy with the big friends and he's got his big guys that are looking out for him. And now he's a badass, you know, like that kind of giving off that kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, it was just—it was really his voice. I don't know yeah. what it was. It was just so high pitched and nerdy out of left field. <laughs> After those two talk. We're hearing uh, what's it? And you're right, uh, Glenn. Good call. And the reason you don't put Braun so close to uh, old oh boy, but it's gonna have to happen eventually because there are now. You know, they're gonna be doing six man tags together. They're gonna be outside on out the apron together. But it yeah. doesn't. It do, it does hurt Braun a little bit because McIntyre's got a better physique and he's only like looks like an inch and a half shorter to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is an upgrade for Drew and Dolph to bring them to the top level, but for Braun already at the top level to put him with other guys, I feel like, is a bit of a step down.
0: Oh, yeah, of course it is. And this pisses me off because, once again, it's the silver, it's the silver tray serve Roman again. Yeah. Like, you guys want this kid to get over? This is not going to do it. This is
1: going to piss people off. The shield pop's going to wear out eventually. Mm-hmm. And then we think- what you did to Braun. I think the Shield separate are more interesting than together. I think together, it's kind of like there's no there there, but separate storylines, even Roman separately, I like better than the Shield together because I think it devalues Dean and Rollins. Well, it depends,
2: you know, it depends how it's done. They haven't really done the Shield uh, for a lengthy period since they broke up. And before they broke up, their stuff that they were doing was the hottest stuff in the company. You know the the feud with the Evolution, the feud with the Wyatt family, the the pop before the match started with the Wyatt family was one of the biggest I think I've seen for something that didn't have like giant superstars uh, at that time. So the Shield, when used correctly, um, I mean it could be I mean it could be money, but we so we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen that yet. You know it, it ended prematurely last time.
0: Both groups, by the way, got that pop. The Wyatts did as well. Yep,
2: yeah. No, they're, they're, they're just the whole atmosphere for that match and all six guys. It was it was crazy.
1: Yeah, so uh, the police haul away to uh, Columbus Jail where uh, they were arraigned the same night and came back for that main event. But we'll talk about on that. On Labor Day. On Labor Day. I know yeah. Night Court working overtime there. Yeah.
2: Um, but... Oh, one thing One thing we got to mention, Renee Young on commentary.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. What,
2: a, uh, what an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, she is.
1: She was great. Um, I would say
2: she was great. She's still—you could tell she still is kind of in that um, the backstage interviewer mode. Sometimes, like when she's talking, it doesn't sound like a a traditional announcer. Like she she still has work to do, but she's a a big improvement from coach
1: for sure. Yeah, I'm saying better than the coach, better than Booker, better than Otunga, better than a lot of people they've had in that role.
2: God yes.
1: Yeah, I'll take Renee at 50% over any of those guys at 100. Um, She's talented
0: as hell. I used to watch her on a Canadian network show. What was that called? TPN. Uh, uh, the score? Score. She is talented. She's always been. I remember my first time, was like, WWE, we'll take her in a minute. I remember telling some people out there, and sure enough, a year later, they did. Yeah. She's talented.
2: Sometimes it's almost like she seems too talented for WWE, you know? Like, She does, especially on those uh, um,
0: app shows.
2: Yeah, yeah, like she should be, you know, ESPN or, or, you know. Yeah, she can definitely do that. Mm
1: -hmm. No, certainly. Um, The Bella Twins came back tonight and wrestled their first match on Monday Night Raw in years in a tag match against the Riot Squad. Matt Morgan, what did you think of this match?
0: Why are you guys laughing so hard?
2: That suicide dive where Brie almost killed herself?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> my God. Appropriately named.
2: Yeah. It's comfort- uncomfortable them saying suicide dive, and then you almost see Brie die right there. It's like, oh, my God. That was uh, that was just scary. That was one of the scariest things I've seen in a long time. It's tough because
0: okay, they've improved so much, right? They have. Absolutely. But but by the same token, it's like i still got to watch and analyze the show when I come on here as... Matt the fan. And Matt the fan don't
2: want to see that. Yeah. If you haven't wrestled in over a year, whatever it's been, don't do a suicide dive in your match, you know, first match back. You know, take it a little slow. Uh you were never known as a high flyer. It's not like you have to uh overcompensate. So I don't know. I you know, I, I, I really respect the Bella twins, but this did not look good. No.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I think brie when she came in and beat up uh what was it maurice yeah that was cool yeah a couple weeks ago and the miz and all that i thought she was good there but tonight and it was weird the commentary was mentioning ring rust that's normally not something um, you hear them talk about on monday night raw sometimes
0: but yeah you're right
1: i mean they referenced it a couple times i think when they saw the match was not smooth um but i think look yeah. at you know uh the riot squad less experience overall. Um, but there, uh, there's just something to be said for doing it every week.
2: Yes, Hunter. You know? No question. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was it, what It's it just was. It's so
2: random how they brought him back so quickly and they're already, you know, just doing matches two weeks later. It's, yeah. It was very weird, I thought, yeah. actually, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, part of it, though, I think we saw where it's building even later when they set up Ronda teaming with the Bellas for uh, the, the show they're doing, oh, yeah. uh, the Super Show. Yeah, but even setting up there that there's going to be a schism to where, yeah, what was it rumored? There was going to be Nikki versus Ronda at Evolution? Yep. I mean, you can already see they're laying that out there. And I think it's because for Evolution, they want – I mean, Nikki Bella, still mainstream, is one of the biggest stars in the company. Yeah,
2: I hope they have Nikki turn heel and, and re- really turn on Ronda. It's not like a friendly match. You know what I mean? I think if they want this match to have heat, Nikki's got to be the heel. Yeah. Her fans will just boo it, I think. um yeah. They kind of got some go away heat, you know, yeah. the Bella
1: Twins right now. So Nikki uh, won that with the Rack Attack 2.0 for the pin. It was uh, something.
2: <laughs> so she was apparently. I, I don't know if she was drafted to Raw or she's oh, on both brands or what the deal is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you did a brand split, made a big deal of it, and for the Bella Twins,
1: you, you you're not staying consistent.
0: Nope, they're they're over.
1: Yeah. Uh. This was different. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode as a tag team versus The Ascension.
0: Uh, I hated this for so many reasons. Do tell. Uh, Well, the very beginning, before the match even started, with Bobby just felt, again, he's he's, he's playing a role right now. It's very obvious. And he's acting happy to be tagging with this guy who is in there imitating his entrance and stuff. Who should be thirty levels way below him, and it's just and then they called him out. Even you know what I mean. The two guys, uh, what do you call it? He even called yes, that that out. attention.
2: I'm like, this is of all people to be ripping. <laughs> can't
0: get any worse, Bobby. What is going on here? You've got to go in this. You've got to go in Vince's office. You just do, do it. You, you have nothing to lose here, dude. You got a lot of people there that back you, and think your money. I'm telling you right now, you've got to have a talk with this man.
2: You know, I, I almost worry that if you turn if they keep going this way with Bobby and he does eventually turn heel, he'll be so far down by that point that he's ah. just gonna stay where he is, you know, like it, it won't help him that much because, you know, when you're on main event and you turn heel, you know, you're not uh yeah. you're not doing much. So at least at least Chad Gable and Bobby Roode got on TV. Uh, and they look good. And um, you know, that's never an issue, but it's a random pairing, it just makes them look like Two geeks and complete
0: opposites, but not in a good way either.
1: Yeah. So. I thought Bobby was gonna turn heel night and beat up Chad Gable. I, yeah. that's where I got excited. God, I wish. Yeah, yeah, going into this. Um it was what it was. But they Chad got the Gable,
2: win. I was acting like he won the Olympics when they won, like looking like a little kid, yeah. beating the Ascension. <laughs> you know?
1: I, I hate to say it. I think of all the promos Enzo Amore ever caught uh for me the funniest one was the worst thing I could say about the Ascension is that well you know you're the Ascension how you doing um <laughs> and that's what I think of them ever since and yeah they beat the Ascension tonight there you go congrats Chad Cable and Bobby <laughs> Roode but here's the good news with the tag titles that change hands tonight maybe we are going to see more of these team up tag teams of singles guys coming together
2: yeah, I mean, Matt, that's what we talked about a few weeks ago, right? Putting putting together some of these guys, because of how bad this tag division is. Putting together some of these guys that aren't doing anything. It's just when I'm thinking of doing that, you got to think of guys that make sense. And, and Rude and Gable just is so random. I mean, we'll see if it works, but it just seems and so, when, so when, when I said that, I meant stars. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You for know sure. what I mean? not get, not 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 homeboy. Bobby, yeah, yeah but...
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, they won that with German Suplex. Gable won that, got the pin for the win. Bobby didn't even get the pin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's been been quite the year for Bobby.
1: And at this point, I was like, it's Labor Day, Monday Night Raw. This is just sort of a weird holiday Raw. That's where I thought they were going at this point in the episode. That's kind of what I
2: thought, too. I thought they were taking the night off. Creatives just kicking back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then it you know things picked up.
1: Absolutely. So Elias went out there. Uh, was I was
2: like uh, they did yeah. the backstage segment with Finn and Baron oh, Corbin. That's right. Yes. And then Corbin said uh, we're you know they basically made the main event was going to be the two of them. And when they did that, I was like for sure they're they're just throwing the show away tonight. Right. <laughs> you know it just Definitely. seemed like you can feel free to turn off in the third hour. I wonder how many people stuck around long enough to see that they changed the main event.
1: Yeah.
0: That is a good question.
1: I mean, that's the thing. If you weren't so, paying attention on t- Twitter... I was going to say,
0: you know, Twitter will, would have popped it up. Yeah. People go back on now. They have that advantage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, could you imagine, I mean, during that Gable-Rude match, I think a lot of people switch the channel, and then it's like, oh, my God, Undertaker's on Raw tonight? What the hell?
0: Yeah. <laughs> because that, traje- that trajectory was not headed in that direction. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Elias went out to the ring, dissed Columbus, dissed Tristratus, and got interrupted by Alexa Bliss, accompanied by Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Alexa went out there, looked like she was going to correct him because it was her hometown. And then she started dissing Columbus as well. And uh, then she got interrupted by Ronda Natalia and uh, led to a match Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Um, what'd you think of this, Matt? i keep thinking we're gonna
0: see the natalia uh, turn you know i keep waiting for it to happen yeah, so every time i watch that's what i'm hoping to see And anything short of that i'm like ah this just a good match
1: yeah yeah natalia tapping out tonight said backstage wasn't quite uh feeling herself this evening um yeah this this was definitely a hodgepodge for uh women segments i think they really banked a lot on the bellas tonight and that was not up to what we're used to seeing i think match quality wise for the women as of late yep um raj any thoughts any thoughts on the segment where this is all going just
2: the alexa doing the baby base stuff and then turning heel you know doing the swerve it i think that that's just gotten so old with these promos they they do that so many times and uh, you know natalia they need to, if they are going to go with a Natalia versus Ronda Rousey, a feud at some point. I feel like they need to keep her stronger, and tapping to Alexa is not the you know not oh. not the way to do it. And you know losing all the time like she has been. So you know who knows. We, we assume these things a lot of times, and and they don't. So who, maybe they're not building to Natalia versus Rousey.
1: Yeah, and they did announce uh, on social media today it's going to be Mickey James versus Lita at Evolution.
0: Yeah. Good. But it's very good. Friends in real life uh, help, basically try to train me originally too. Um, yeah. Very very early on.
2: Yeah, Lita is you know super. St- when you think of women's wrestling uh, in modern age, it's Lita and Trish, right? And now they both got big singles matches. So that, you know, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. And hopefully they get time to work out the match and everything because I think uh, just just with her star power alone it, you know both of their star power alone it should be a hell of a match just you know as far the crowd would be into it right from the beginning
1: yeah, yeah. uh so the revival we're set to face the b team tonight for the wwe tag team titles on raw and they got beat up by yes. Drew and Todd. god <laughs> i thought tonight might be the revival's night you know do you really care though uh I kind of I mean, as as someone who is a big yes. fan of their era of NXT yeah I would have popped for that I mean I think long overdue
2: It just feels like with their their feud with the B team it just feels like bathroom break stuff and that that's no disrespect uh you know against the revival that's just how they've been booked uh that's how they've been positioned and to where this is what I was saying with Rude turning heel once you've been at that position for so long after a while you just kind of don't care anymore and it's hard to like care about the revival and so i the what the, what they did tonight it was a big step for the tag division because the tag division's been just
1: dying you know well so here's the crazier thing they built up dolphin drew as this wrecking crew and then they went and had a pretty darn competitive match with the b team tonight
2: <laughs> yeah good point that was odd they did dom well they dominated most of it it was a uh, ziggler that would that would do the selling Right. Like, I don't think they ever. No, they were.
1: knocked the, uh, Curtis and Bo like clothesline drew over the, the, or off the, oh. the apron. I right, mean, but
2: they weren't beating on him for a long period of time. No.
1: But I thought this should have just been a complete squash. Like, oh. we're going to reset a yeah. real competitive tag team division with this match.
2: I agree. It should have been.
1: Yeah. Um. So the B team, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I think there, yeah.
2: I think it's the Heath Slater and Rhino thing with the B team. I think that's kind of. That's kind of it for them for now.
1: Yeah, and Dolphin and Drew won with the Zigzag Claymore combo. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see where they go with this. Although following this, we saw Authors of Pain, which would be great competition for Drew and Dolph, um, potentially. And now they're managed by Drake Maverick from two oh five live. Wearing the same gear. What did you think of this turn, Matt?
0: That, that was a rip putting him in that gear they, <laughs> they, they, they should have put him in that gear keep him in his suit and tie whatever, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah that's so stupid he's the perfect manager for them though he really is he's so short he makes him look even more gigantic uh, those dudes though once the match rang, the bell rang they need to be a little bit safer those oh. guys are giving their bodies out there whether you know them or not whether the household names are not it's irrelevant. relevant they're yeah. giving you their body, and those, the way that those two guys treated them. Yeah, I swear to God, I would have smacked them both in their face. It was bad. It was that bad. Oh, they, the they,
1: enhancement talent, yeah. They, and
0: how they, and how they unsafely uh, bumped them. You know what I mean? There was about three different times where those guys landed straight on the on the tops of their heads when it didn't need to
2: happen.
1: You know, let's talk about that for a minute, Matt. We haven't had that conversation on this podcast probably in a year. So you know from your time uh, in the WWE, how does that work? What's that process when you're working with local talent? What's the conversation like ahead of time? Do you set limits? Do you talk about anything that might be potentially dangerous? How do you walk that through for you, especially a big guy like yourself?
0: Well, one, you need to realize, one, these guys are probably scared out of their minds. Someone my size that's about to get their hands on them.
1: Two, I'm greener
0: than grass, don't know my own strength. I'm baby Huey at this stage. So they're even more scared. Three, I overly thanked them, offered to take them out to dinner afterwards, usually, when it was on SmackDown. Shannon Moore, I I believe I went and took took out to the bar, got him something to eat there. Uh, After my uh, first singles match, I think it was, that he made me look. He let me throw him. He let me peel him from inside the ring onto the ramp. Wow. And and I'm just going, like, holy crap, I can't believe he's let me do this. This is so cool. You know? And I respected that, though. And I took very good care of him. Shofunaki took very good care of him. All of them, when I was on, when I got made, when I got called up smack up I took care of them. And you're taught to treat them like a sack of eggs again, because they're doing you the favor here. This, yeah. is, this is a dance. No matter how over one person is or the other isn't, or where they're at in the car, it doesn't matter. But big guy, small guy, especially, you've got to take care of that little guy. Because, you know what I mean? That's their livelihood on the line right there. And the way that they just. Oh, it really pissed me off. Like, I seen the dude laying on his head twice. And I'm going, come on, man. You guys had to have rehearsed this 300 times. There had to have been a crash pad out there earlier. Like, what the hell are you guys doing here? You know what I mean? And, I, and the other part of it was your adrenaline's running. You're a young guy. You're on TV again for these guys. They're on TV again. They're, they're, they need to be intense. You can still be intense, guys, without doing that crap. It's all in your facials anyway. It's not your body. It's not your moveset that makes you look intense. It's your facials anyway.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do you think the enhancement talent's pocketing for a five, gig like that? It used
0: to be 500. I don't know what it is now.
1: Yeah. Just maybe yeah, with inflation, it's a bit more. Um, I, I got to say this.
2: With Drake Maverick, I think it's – it's a really smart move to get him in that role. I feel like as a 205 live GM, no one really watches that show. Like it has no buzz
0: crickets tonight for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So he's so talented that I think this is a great role for him to be a manager. Um, Hell
1: yeah. He's going to kill this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think they got to move him out of that GM role too. Cause it's kind of weird to have a GM then also being a, he a baby face down the middle GM and then being whatever, I don't know, authors of pain are, really are right now. But roles, but, yeah. but regardless of if they're a heel or a baby face, it's just odd to have a GM then also manage a tag team. So I think, you know, give, uh, give Drake more people to manage and uh, give that GM. You can give that GM role to anyone. It's like, you know, 10 lines a show. You can give that to, you know, anybody. So give it to Jason Jordan, who's injured and can't wrestle, you know, to some, someone like that. Yep. But, um, yeah, I thought uh, – I think it's a, a great move. So it's They just – yeah, they need to keep him in the suit and not wearing the authors of pain gear because it <laughs> takes all the credibility out of him right away. Right? He, he, he's he's so, This dude is uber-talented.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Some of you mainstream – not mainstream fans, but, but the fans that watch this show and watch it all for years, you haven't had a real chance to really see him. He is, you know, Rockstar Spud, he is so good. He is – he, I, I can't sing his praises enough. I met him – way before he started TNA. And I I began right away when I started seeing him on the indie scene to get him work with TNA. He's one of the most captivating people I've ever, I'm being honest, that I've ever seen performing live at an indie show. Hmm. And then once he came to TNA, I was like, wow. Like, like he is so damn good. And he can get anything over.
2: Yeah.
0: That's very rare. And plus he's so short, it works perfect. Uh, Good Lord, I wish he was my manager. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i know he's he's great definitely helps aop and of course they won with the super collider for the easy squash um
2: someone in the chat uh main mania recommending matt hardy for 205 life gm that I would actually, yeah that would actually be really cool and then yeah. one thing like jason jordan the problem with jason jordan is he just he would just t- would towers over all those guys okay. whereas matt hardy wouldn't as much so
1: yeah no, and seriously, I think Matt Hardy, God, creatively even, man, if Matt Hardy uh, was GM and they gave him some storyline input on there, I think that would get 205 Live. That would be a way to bring back a lot of the the audience that abandoned it, you know, when it became less character focused. Ain't nothing bring me back to that show again. Yeah.
2: It's well just, they need they need real storylines and personalities on that show. It's just it, it, I hate it. It's just good wrestling can only take you so far.
1: Yeah, Um, we saw backstage Ronda with the Bella Twins uh, setting up their interaction. They're going to wrestle together at the Super Super Showdown in Australia on October 6th against uh, the Riot Squad. Uh, Then HBK came out, was talking about Triple H versus The Undertaker. Triple H having a bit more left in his tank, predicting him for the win, and then Taker came out there. Cut a promo. Uh, really built this up. How much do you think HBK is going to get involved in this match?
0: He'll be special guest referee. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't know.
2: I think it might be a one-off. Like next week, they're having Mick Foley. Um, I think it's just to build this match. So, oh, we, okay. You know, I think so. Shawn Michaels is out there, kind of running down Undertaker, saying he would have picked Taker to beat Triple H until the streak ended, and saying uh, Triple H has more in the tank, and then you know. And then uh, Taker's music hit and it was you know, fans were just going nuts. I mean they I were was going crazy. Nuts. I yeah. were nuts. <laughs> it was cool. I mean uh it kind of been known online for a week that Taker was gonna be there, but uh, it still was uh you know, huge, you know, huge reaction from the crowd. So it was awesome. I, I you, these guys you know, just shows what star you know, what star power is. But it, it did seem like they were teasing something, uh it like if it. Sean does want to come back for one more match, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like uh, something they might say for Saudi Arabia. Although the next one's not going to be uh, televised, is it?
2: Uh, they don't. I mean, they haven't announced anything. It's not known, but I don't think they'd do. not think they would they would waste Sean's return match on Saudi Arabia. It'd be WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I thought the segment was really cool, man. What a treat for the people in Columbus. I wasn't expecting this tonight. This up the stakes like crazy for a Labor Day raw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was Undertaker's
2: first Raw appearance. And I mean, he was at Raw 25, 25. but for, you know, non guest appearance, it's been like, what, over a year and a half? Maybe longer.
0: Close to two, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Glenn, did Boy, Glenn head freeze head up? Head um, all right, so. So, yeah, uh, so Undertaker next week, it'll be Mick Foley. Triple H will be on Raw next week. So they're really building this Triple H versus Undertaker match. They're building that strong. It's kind of a a one-match show. Which, I mean, would that not get $9.99
0: normally? It would for me. Yeah,
2: I think it's more for the ticket sales in Australia. But, yeah, I mean, for sure, I think it's definitely worth it. And
1: it's a huge arena in Australia, right? Yeah,
2: it's like eighty thousand seats.
1: But I guess here's my
0: question: WWE, like, how often do they go there once a year?
2: No, Australia. It's been a while. Um, okay,
0: so so let me ask you this: Why does it have to have this marquee match to sell that many seats? Like, why can't the brand? I thought the brand was that over by now.
2: No, uh, well, dude, think about this: uh, They had The Rock. I think it was The Rock versus Steve Austin versus uh, Brock Lesnar at uh, in Australia, and that did I think fifty thousand uh seats so um yeah they still need the help for sure
1: so the backstage segment after that was baron corbin saying that finn balor's main event was going to be against braun Strowman, not baron corbin mike rome reported that the shield appeared in front of a judge again on labor day uh at night and then was arraigned for inciting a riot criminal damage and disorderly conduct but you know uh, setting them up to return later in that main event, and then we got Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Dana Brooke and Ember Moon. Uh, this ended with uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, the Boston Hug Connection, picking up a win, rolling up Dana, and then Dana getting mad and looking like she's going to quit Titus Worldwide. And she I'm did. more invested, yeah, and she did. And I'm more invested in Dana and Titus Worldwide than I am in Bailey and Sasha at this point. Um. I, I
2: can see why. I can see why you are. I, I can. I and I'm can. at uh, 2% invested maybe tops uh, on either of those.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just Sasha yeah. and Bailey. I'm just sick of it at this point. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Any heat that was ever there is gone. At least with Dana, we haven't seen her in a while. And they're giving her something to do. I like that. I like her. Yeah.
2: Just a quick correction on um, the, that Australia show I mentioned. That was in 2002. It was 56,000 people, mm-hmm. and it was a triple threat. It was The Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar, not Steve Austin. So, ah. so it's been, uh, yeah, so it's been yes, 16 never.
0: years. Austin's never touched uh, Brock.
2: Right. Yes, good point. Well, yeah, they've never wrestled in the ring. They had
1: some interaction before that WrestleMania match where he was the referee.
0: 20.
1: Yeah um so yeah that match was what it was matt you got anything on sasha and bailey versus dana no, and Amber? No, okay. is- yes <laughs> uh bobby lashley backstage talking about jinder Mahal is gonna help him you know chill out center himself find his uh his peace oh. <laughs> <laughs> and bobby and jinder are in the ring and then kevin owens who quit last week and we were thinking oh man what a hot storyline that could be with ko quitting K.O. came back to beat the crap out of Bobby Lashley.
2: What have we talked... I mean, how many times have we talked about how bad of an idea it is to put Lashley in these comedy segments? And they do it with him a week in and week out. He's the worst person to put in these. It was painful listening to the My Man stuff and him trying to be the smartass doing the My Man.
0: <laughs> His recipe for disaster. The only cool thing about this was K.O. getting some steam back finally and putting an ass-whipping on somebody that's actually you know, looks like that could kick somebody's ass.
2: But I'm guessing they're gonna have KO get destroyed yeah. in this <laughs> shoot again.
1: <laughs> KO and Bobby at Hell in a Cell. Well they won't be in Hell in a Cell. I think they won't be these. in, they'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um like opening match potentially. Ah dang, that's horrible.
0: Yeah. KO versus Bobby Lashy. If you were to tell me that six months ago that that opens up a page. I mean, if out. it's not
1: an opener, it's going to be, I, a- I could see it higher up. up. I could see it higher up. Uh, yeah. But like in a cool down spot though, I don't think it's going to be match of the night and I want to be wrong on this. I really want to be wrong on this.
2: Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, they could do a tag match with Ginder and you know, Lashley getting a partner. Oh, I'm sure
0: they do. Oh, to get there, <laughs> to get there. They will. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like none of these options sound good. None of this is getting me excited about this.
2: Hey Ko and Ko and Lashley could be good. I mean, Lashley's really good in the ring. Uh, Ko obviously is awesome. Um, They just need to cut the comedy crap out.
0: Yes, please.
2: But But man, you know the Owens quitting last week. If you had to come up with the storyline, I'm guessing most people would have come up with something better than this. Just a surprise run in a week later uh, for no apparent reason. Definitely.
1: Yeah. God, actually, you know, I, if, they, if they give us KO versus Finn again, although I don't think they see Finn at the same level they do as Kevin at this point, but uh, something. Yeah. They could have done some better way to bring him back. I just worry because, yeah, it's going to be comedy spots. And, uh, and then when they came out, when all the heels came out at the end, KO was helping Braun, which made no, no sense. sense at yeah. all.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, two weeks ago. It's been two weeks since Braun killed him.
1: Yeah, uh, Braun versus Finn tonight. This was kind of back to Finn having the matches Finn was having before he got a little steam with the demon and uh, his match with Rollins. God, they gotta do something. This is just, uh,
0: they can't keep doing this. They cannot keep, they like, they can't keep burying the kid, the kid, the guy, and then like. Expect him to go out there and deliver these matches he's delivering and getting people invested in the matches. Think about what he's doing. I want you to really think about this. He's making everybody entertain with all the matches he's in right now him versus Roman, him versus Seth, him versus KO, him versus now Braun. Okay, this is after a night of burial backstage and coming out of a treehouse, clubhouse, being called a midget, um, all these ridiculous things and then they expect him to go out and deliver main event style matches and accept people to emotionally invest in him like a main eventer. You can't do that, WWE. You know what I mean? You just get him away from all the backstage stupid segments all together, put his paint on, end a story.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, earlier in the night when – you know, they had a Baron Corbin thing and he turns around and Finn is there with that giant shit eating grin. That's not doing him any favors. So that oh. giant grin just makes him look so cheesy. Um, they need to cut that out. Finn is way too talented for, and he gets these gigantic pops do more with them. You fans already care about him. do more with them
1: and a top merch seller. Yeah. he's yeah. Top five. Um,
2: so we, I, I i just don't you know they it's clear they see him at a certain level but it's like so what if if he's well, getting the reactions if he's pushing merch why not try more he's top three in merch yeah three
0: like, yeah i don't know what level guess what you don't get to say you see him at a certain level at
2: that point whoever's saying this mm-hmm. that's the level that's the <laughs> gauge <laughs> Yeah, for how and considering how poorly he's pushed to be to be there. Oh my God, that's what I'm saying. And the stupid yeah. stuff they keep having him doing. Oh yeah,
0: P.S. We need to pull another main event match out of you tonight. Can you do it? Like, come on.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you look. I understand needing to b- build Braun up, but there's other guys on there's you there's a ton of other people you could do it with. Yeah, you don't need to be beating Finn. You know, this often.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he
2: just lost to Baron Corbin last week. Then this, you know, it's it's just kind Baron of like, Corbin. Exactly baron corbis <laughs>
0: come on
2: yeah it sucks yeah yeah you technically balor is fourth uh people are pointing out but they, oh, but that's is that's because Cena's cena's still on there mm. so it's roman cena styles and then balor
0: yes i apologize that didn't make styles yesterday sorry <sighs>
1: Man, I, it's, just, it's just disappointing, and especially I think Finn and KO would have been a great. I think having KO. Hang on, one. hang on.
0: Let's rewind this. Fans, oh, slow the yeah. roll. Like I don't need to be corrected like that. How about
1: that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even when Matt Morgan's wrong, he's right. Yeah. How about that one?
2: <laughs> if Matt Morgan's wa- wrong. Um, we don't want to be right. According
0: to my calculations, it's wrong. <laughs> good
2: Lord, sorry. Go
1: ahead. Uh, no, I just, I just want to see better for him. I want to see better for KO. I think KO and Finn would be a good feud. Uh, But I don't think – I think they would bury that feud if they were in that feud together um, and give it terrible placement. I don't know. Braun uh, won this match tonight. It was, what, about five – five to ten-minute match. uh, Went on for a bit. Braun won with the power slam uh, on Finn. And then after we knew it was coming – that uh, McIntyre and Ziggler joined Braun in the ring. They were on the sidelines during this match. The Shield came in. In uh, the, drive, it, why, why did they drive the police vehicle back? Like, are we supposed to think they stole the police vehicle after the court hearing came back there and uh, then took on those three, and then the entire heel locker room came out, including Drew Gulak from 205 Live. Yeah,
2: that
0: was random. I don't know, guys. I got nothing for you. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was at the beginning of the show, and I don't know what that crap was. Sometimes it's not a great idea to send the locker room.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, it's one of those things. You, you can't overthink that kind of stuff because it's WWE. <laughs>
1: i mean i like if they're doing legion of doom all the heels together in a faction that's kind of cool except the problem is they're gonna have the shield the three of them beat every heel yeah. on the roster right yeah
2: now look at all those heels that you had they're probably some of those are so low on the card they're not going to have them face the shield right i mean
0: so men can beat me up okay in real life two or three guys could whip the crap out of me probably even though individually i'd eat them alive okay. that's real life so how am i supposed to believe 15 guys can't beat up
1: three
2: yeah well you know but um <laughs> but but to your point Glenn what heels were on there that you're worried about getting beat by the shield Cause I mean KO all...
1: was out there at the yeah, end and he's I'm been saying... beaten by you know yeah I know I mean it's just it's I think the mistake they're making is that they're building all of raw too much around two guys th- well, three guys. I mean, the Shield, really, and then uh, the the this new faction, and this is going to be their main storyline, and everything else is going to be scraps. Well, yeah, and I I'd st-
2: I still say two guys because once they're done with Roman and Braun, the problem is they're, they're uh, you know uh, pushing everyone else down. Yeah. That when you're done with Roman and Braun, where do you go to next? Who do you got?
0: And you talk about pushing people down and scraps. Technically, we're saying yeah. two guys. Braun. This was done to Braun too. Yeah, Braun was part of this part of this formula too, for Roman. Yeah, he was treated like scraps.
2: He was pushed down for this dude. Well, but but Braun has also been. I mean, they they put a lot of they buried a lot of guys for Braun. Like they made Owens look like nothing to build up Braun. Right? Like Owens has been just you know relegated to being a scrub basically right now. Uh, They're going to have to do some work to rebuild him a bit because he got nothing on Braun. You know the whole. See why that's even dumber. to then do this to Braun. Oh no, of course I've been yeah, I've been saying that the whole episode too. and who knows, maybe Braun does win because again, I think uh, you just don't have anyone else. So you're not I don't think you have Roman just beat Braun and that's it. I think this is going to be the the feud going into the Rumble. I think there it's going to be Roman and Braun all fall. And there,
0: is, there is literally nothing they can do with Roman at this point as a babyface to garner a legitimate babyface reaction. With by 100% of that audience, it's not gonna happen. He ha- I was listening to Cornette on a different show, right? And, and he, he himself said the same thing. He goes, What well, we always say, that they have no choice. He's got to go back, be he's got to go turn be heel, all right? Feel himself out, figure out who the hell he is, right? And then when the time is right, organically come back as a baby face, whenever that time is. It, it will not be done on this turn, it cannot be done on this turn how about this? one of the ideas they, they they said listen to this one what do you guys think of this one um let's say undertaker wants to come back wants a heavyweight championship match right um you have roman before he was champion you have roman sidestep his opportunity and give it to the dead man right like like very very all show and everything like that that would get one night of a pop and they immediately be back to halfway booing him again the next week. There's nothing you can do with him to get a legitimate babyface reaction at this point.
2: But you know what, Matt? The the problem is you're right. But the problem is Vince doesn't care. And he knows he knows Braun. I mean, Roman's not going to get a hundred percent face reaction. He doesn't care. He sees Cena and the business they did with Cena and the crowd booed him, booed him. He sees Braun at that same. I mean, not Braun. Uh, Roman at that same level and uh so he just doesn't care anymore about fans liking his top star i mean he and i think he probably feels justified because roman gets such loud reactions even though it's the opposite of what he it should be but he's pushing merch the house shows he's on draw. you know they draw better than the ones he's not on so okay you know i think he sees that as it's working for what they want even though i I agree with you and I think it would work a lot better if you took him as a heel and bring him back as a babyface you, you know you turn him heel that doesn't mean he has to be a heel forever uh, and then you turn him back and you got him to where you need to be but he prefers taking this route.
0: The other thing is Roman never hit his stride as a, as a as a beloved babyface. I'm sorry he never has. Yeah. Most beloved he was was in the shield as the third guy. Yeah. Uh, you say what you will. Cena had years and years of Owning that building's pop. I mean, yeah. I was there. He'd blow the roof off that place, you guys.
2: He was awesome. He was awesome when he was a heel. And, yeah. you know, Cena was an awesome babyface, but...
0: No, when he became babyface,
2: he had years, I'm saying, of yeah. being in love. That Cena sucks stuff
0: was toward the second half, I would say, of his... Whatever.
2: Yeah, it just started when people were getting sick of it. And and he he dropped a lot of his humor. He dropped the raps, you know, which were super over and and just got watered down. And it worked with the kids and everything. He sold tons and tons and tons of merch. But it it changed wrestling in a lot of ways to where the crowd reaction no longer matters to the promoter. Whereas back in the day, someone's getting booed like that, like Roman does. They would turn him with it. You know, he would have turned years ago. Um, Look at The Rock,
1: you know. Um, Yeah.
0: It'd just be a much more exciting show. It's frustrating. Yeah.
1: It's just different audiences, though. But I mean, I think it's like it's exactly the Superman thing that Cena had, too. It's like Superman, huge with kids, sells a lot of merch. Most adults don't think Superman is a very interesting character.
2: Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm one of those.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, tonight, maybe with Taker coming back. This does kind of reset the narrative, given that over the weekend...
0: And new tag team champions.
1: And new tag team champions. Well, I'm saying this is a follow-up. Maybe they were thinking ahead with planning Taker tonight, given what happened with All In over the weekend and that really dominating the online wrestling discussion. Now people are talking about Taker and maybe cooling a little bit on Jericho showing up at All In, um, you know, and some of the surprises there.
0: I gave it a B-. minus.
1: Okay.
2: Tonight's Raw? Yeah. Oh, or I, I'm going to go. Take am out of C. Yeah, I'm going to go C+. Uh,
0: a I, show like, with Undertaker? Just automatically it can't be a C. Yeah, that.
1: but that was about it. What if we give Raw 25 that had Undertaker? That was pretty uh, painful. <laughs> yeah.
2: But but this was a good segment. The Undertaker-Sean segment was really good. Um, it'll just be interesting to see if they actually take it somewhere or that was just Drake, it.
0: Drake Maverick as a manager. Um,
2: uh, old girl was killing it.
0: I thought she did a great job on commentary tonight. Um, who else? What else was a good point tonight? Um,
2: the tag. The tag title changing. Even do, though that should have been a squash, like Glenn said. Tag
0: champions doesn't matter. That we got the we got the belt on two really good guys now. That changes. Right. Right,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll,
2: um, that's true. I'll, I'll go B minus. It, it definitely. It wasn't bad
1: um, compared to many weeks. It was better um so all in Uh, 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 i'm sorry yeah go go ahead go ahead all in i was gonna say so all in i mean i think the big headline it seemed online what people talked about the most was chris jericho showing up at all in um yeah i mean you saw did you watch all of all in matt or just not all of it but i saw that i saw that
0: yep i saw that i saw the main event i saw the main matches
2: yeah Yeah. we did we did a post all in podcast that's available uh, myself chris featherstone and uh jesse calling so definitely check that out um it's You know, I, I said it that night. It's it, it's a show that definitely opened a lot of doors, and it's very interesting to see what happens next. Um, you know, it, it, there is a audience for, and I, I'm not going to call it indie wrestling. I was saying it that night. I call it alternative wrestling because you can't call New Japan an indie. ROH, it's hard to call it an indie when it's owned by Sinclair. Um, even Impact, you know, at one point was doing over a million viewers a week. Um, So for a non-WWE wrestling, there's a, there's an audience out there. Now it's hundreds of thousands of people, not millions right now, but could that grow? Could it be more? Um, It'll be interesting to see.
0: I just recall a certain one on the show saying that uh, being the elite is a lot more popular than you think it is Raj. And if the young buck showed up to raw, everybody would know who they would be.
2: Ah, I never said uh, being the elite's not popular, but it is a small segment. It is hundreds, you know, like I said, it's hundreds of thousands of people, not millions. <laughs> Dude, they just sold out friggin
0: this year's Center?
2: Yeah, that's 10,000 people. Uh, you know, WWE, they do 10,000 on a weekly basis. So, yes. With for...
0: wrestlers doing the advertising, wrestlers organizing the show.
2: I know, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's very impressive, and there is an audience out there for it. Now, if they did all in every month, it wouldn't be doing 10,000. You know, uh, per month as a special event, there's an audience out there that's going to fly out. You know that I would that watch the fans. I would what? watch that talent. I would watch that talent if that was my roster. I could watch. I would watch that over WWE every single time. Hey, you, you, you kind of have that with yeah, uh, New Japan. You kind of have that with New Japan. I mean, that's you know most of those guys are in New Japan. Yeah, I'd like the
0: NWA uh, uh, splice in that too. But I would like to you know what I mean yeah there's a lot of cool elements to this so i thought it was really
2: cool yeah no i I, i'd like to see it go farther i'd like to see uh you know uh, where they can go from here whether it's getting some kind of you know again it's cody and and all those guys' contracts are coming up and wwe can just squash all this momentum right off the bat if they wanted to
0: if the guys want to sign those deals, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, trust me, if, if WWE comes to the, each of them with a Brock Lesnar deal, <laughs> you know, yeah, they yeah, could they get know. them. It's not going to happen, but they could get
0: them. I don't know about the Bucks. You don't think yeah. so? I think Brock Lesnar money, okay. They have no choice. <laughs> they have kids. But uh, I don't think WWE would ever give it to, to that yeah. Brock Lesnar money, and I think they, they know they're onto to something. Yeah
1: yeah
2: i don't think they should go to wwe i think cody i don't see him in the main event in wwe um i think he'd be higher up than he was but i think he you know he'd be kind of like I, I think honestly he'd kind of be similar to a spot that finn Balor's in yeah um, uh, and um kenny omega i think he'd probably be like aj styles where it's not headlining pay-per-views but he's doing well on smackdown um yeah, I just don't I just think there's too much upside for them outside of WWE.
0: AJ's doing better than that. He's a he's their champion.
2: But he hasn't been the yeah. last match on a pay-per-view or the most push match yet May since uh, since he feuded with Cena. Do we really think his matches can't close a show out? Do you think that's oh, No, we know we they can, but they, they won't put him in that spot. Like even that one pay-per-view where they put his match with Rusev under the Intercontinental title match between <laughs> Ziggler and Rollins. So yeah. It, it's just where they see him. It's not where we see him. You know obviously the, the AJ's, you know the second full-time merch seller right now behind brains. Uh, so
1: I think what's going to come out of this, I think Jericho is going to do more and more in this realm. I mean, he's got the crews. He's already proven he's a sharp business guy, he's got his own podcast network. I mean, I think this is a sign him doing I mean this is his first show outside of the WWE on U.S soil. what? 20 years? Yeah, Almost.
2: since WCW. Yeah. So Jericho's a difference maker. I, I, You know, I just think there's, you know, ROH has certain talent the, that they share with New Japan. Cool. Then you got Impact has certain talent. So it's kind of all over the place. It's not like one cohesive thing that you could do a weekly TV show, you know. Um, I don't know. We'll just have to see where, where they can take it.
0: Jericho was not advertised for that
1: show. No. No. And I he was know, not, not even predicted. I mean, people right. CM Punk. People thought Neville was going to show up, given right. the timing. Yeah. Um, so you know, that was a huge surprise, and well done. Uh, and, and he made it to his Fozzie gig later that night. He got <laughs> on a private plane. and. I think and that's why a show. lot of
2: people didn't think Jericho was going to do it, was because he had the Fozzie gig.
1: Where was it? The Fozzy uh, I'm forgetting. But he went on late. They went on, like, midnight, whatever local time was. Um, but, yeah, he did it. It's cool. Yeah. Really cool uh, stuff. So, yeah. If you no, haven't
2: definitely. seen All In, definitely check it out. There's some spots. My biggest criticism was uh, some of the, you know, they did a packaged pile driver on the apron, which I hated. Oh, yeah. And uh, a couple things like that. But other than that, it was a really fun show.
1: Yeah. Uh, so someone who was not at all in but was on Booker's podcast was Big Cass talking about his release, saying that if he were Vince McMahon, he he too would have fired himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very humble, humble Cass um, saying he understood day. why he was released. He hopes to go back. He's kind of checked out of wrestling right now. Uh, he's still in his 90 day, which is coming up soon. And uh, yeah, he he's says going, he doesn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: He's going to go by Big C.
2: Big like C. cancer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or something else, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't get it. Uh, one of the one of the really bad words you could say.
0: You're a female. Yeah. Oh geez.
2: That, apparently, not everyone thought of it. <laughs> but Although anyway, he,
1: hey, that's just common slang. Yeah. Uh, um,
2: but it, yeah, so uh, he he says he him and Enzo they don't talk. He doesn't like Enzo. He doesn't see them ever working together again. But didn't completely close the door on it so yeah that's 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 about it no oh, we lost i is glenn you still there oh, oh i yeah. thought you froze up for a second
1: yes and i was not making fun of cancer i'm saying that it's crazy that no one said to cast like you might not want to go by big c people use that to refer to cancer that's it's just it's idiotic to me that somebody would use that as a name without somebody pulling them aside and being like that might be a bad idea
2: <laughs> yeah I, I think when you try to hold on to your old wwe gimmick and stuff uh you're gonna you're not gonna make it you need to invent reinvent yourself that's what cody you know cody's the most successful granted he was also put in the bullet club and you know and all that but he reinvented himself and past, you gotta do that it's very tough i mean look at freaking uh pierre jean-pierre lafitte you remember him from the Quebecers? Yeah. And he's now killing it as PCO on the independent scene.
0: Huh. Who the, who's PCO? I don't know. What
2: that that's is. that's him, the Quebecer from the 90s. How's he killing it? He's having these great matches, making a name for himself. Like he's got a, a buzz about him. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he must be like in his definitely uh, early 50s. Tom um, huh. Yeah, but if he was going by the Quebec or whatever, it would not be doing that. So, um, yeah, he's uh you get you gotta you gotta reinvent yourself.
1: Yeah, but if his mind's really not with wrestling, it sounds like he's just gonna take some indie dates to make the money, short
2: term. Yeah. He's fifth, PCO is fifty one.
1: Yeah, but now he wouldn't reunite with Enzo though. That's interesting.
2: I'm sure if the money's right, he will. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure, some promotion will come along and do it, although I don't think Enzo... Enzo did a, that one appearance SummerSlam weekend. I didn't even see any reports about that online. He hasn't done any, he, he hasn't done any wrestling. Oh, no, he's yeah. not going to. Isn't his sciatic nerve screwed up or something? Yeah, again,
2: I think, I, I would guess, once his hip-hop career doesn't take off, he might reconsider.
1: Very pessimistic, Raj. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> Anything else uh, to cover before we take it home here tonight? I think that's, that's about it. Cool. Mr. Matt Morgan, what would you like to plug before we uh, sign off? Go on your app
0: store at 1230 a.m. I will be live on uh, an app called up Live U-P-L-I-V-E. Look up Matt Morgan once you download that free app. And I'll be doing about two hours worth of Q&A with all you guys uh, that do watch this and others that uh, want to talk about anything else for that matter. So 1230, 15, 16 minutes from now, up live, download the app, look up Matt Morgan,
1: and I'll talk to you guys then. Cool. Awesome. Raj, what should people look for on the site?
2: Yeah, interviews coming up with Eli Drake, Rebel. Um, Eli Drake, who I think could be just oh, a huge so superstar talented. in WWE. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Stay tuned to the
1: site. Awesome. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein and uh, myself and Justin Labar will be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern to talk about Smackdown Live. So until next time, folks, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.
2: All right. Oh, Save big money on your outdoor project. Now at Menards,
0: we have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip top shape.